Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ox and the Rat. I'm your host, the Ox. And I'm the Rat. Alright, well, it's, uh, it's spring, isn't it? Or summer? Officially. Is it? Oh yeah, the equinox, is that how it works? I've never understood the equinox, I think. It's just a, just a nice word to say. Yeah, I don't know. What just is when it gets warm. No. Equinox. No. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Feels like something we probably should know. Hmm. Maybe. Well, that's what, what computers are for. Yeah, that's right. What Google's for. I'll tell you a few things I know for sure. The sun is coming out, thank God. And according to my D Minder app, you can get vitamin D. Well, you have been able to get vitamin D from the sun in this part of the world for about a month. So I'm off to a really good start. I pretty much got a, got a tan and almost burned myself a few times. So not bad for early April, I'd say. Good base tan. Yeah. The irony though, right, is that the more tan you get, the less vitamin D you get. It's this weird mm. equilibrium. Um, and, but thank God I'm outside getting it. I love this app. I think I've talked about it before. I just like, it knows like my, roughly like my, my skin pigment and like the time of day where I go out and how much I'm wearing, what's my coverage, what's the UV. You can use the light sensor on it. So I'll like walk out. If I'm out for an hour with my, or 30 minutes with my dog, I know how much vitamin D I got from that roughly. And man, yeah, I think that's like super, I know that's super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you mind just bringing your mic a little bit closer? I think I got a bit of an echo here. There We're trying to, trying to get rid of whatever echo sound. Playing around with settings, you know. Mm-hmm. Is that better? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I still don't really know how to use this Yeti thing. Beautiful mic. Got it on this big boom here. It's got all the settings on the back. The thing with the Yeti, Yeti ones are, uh, like, you see how close mine is. It's like, not the traditional mic where you speak on the top of it, but you speak in front. Yeah, I'm not talking in front of it. Like, I'm keeping it to the side and everything. Here, let's see this. Is, do you notice? Do you notice the difference when I talk like this? Uh, yeah. Talk again. Hello. Yeah. Say something more. <laughs> or, or like this. Is this is this worse or better? That's uh, more echoey. Ah, uh, right. It's distance. Okay. There we go. Hmm. This robot arm. There we go. Is yeah, that better? Much it articulates. Better now? Yeah. Better now? Better now? All right. There we go. I think the closer, the better, but then you just have to be wary of like being too loud. But yeah, mine's about a few inches from my face. Huh. All right. Yeah, I'll have to uh, consider that. Um, I changed it to the full circle thing on the back, so I don't know if that... I have no idea what these settings do. But, uh, I think the sure. full full circle is all the way around. The indented one is at the front, like mine. Um, maybe that's why. And then you've got different overlaps and stuff. Okay, well, whatever. We're here, and it's summery, and uh, I'm I'm loving it. What's it like over there? It's you not bad. Side a lot. Uh, I was planning to go today, but then it was kind of just gray. So I was like, yeah. 
We'll see if it's sunny tomorrow. I was looking at some cameras. Oh. Just for the hell of it, because I saw it just pop up on YouTube. But the uh, Fuji 100XV or something like that. Looks like a kind of a cool camera. About $1,800. Is it mirrorless? Uh, yeah. Compact, full frame, or ASPC? Um, it's not a full frame. It's like a half. I don't know yeah. what it is. Three quarters, usually ASPC yeah. or whatever. I, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've been in photography. Um, I'm just so busy with work. But, uh, yeah, I mean, depends on what you want to do if you're not doing low light photography then you know a, a full frame you don't need a full frame lens for a lot of things get some amazing quality from compacts and and uh yeah all in ones even yeah it's uh a lot smaller than my current one and um probably like four thousand dollars cheaper than the the leica that they're comparing it to yeah those leicas man jesus you gotta wonder, like, you're not, is this actually 2000 or more dollars better than something else? <laughs> That's wonder. pretty much what the guy said. He's like, it's not, but it's good. So <laughs> his whole thing was like, I have big hands and this fits in my hands well, and it's fun to use. I'm like, this is not a very in-depth uh, review well, here. Yeah. And, but that's probably good enough for some people, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, for some people, fun is what they're looking for. Um, just easy, simple, and solid. I think that's mm -hmm. pretty good. Then he went to the other one. He said, it's also fun. Ah, so well, he kept using the word fun a lot. That's useful. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on with our fable for the day. This one is called The Crow and the Pitcher. Mm. In a spell of dry weather, when the birds could find very little to drink, a thirsty crow found a pitcher with a little water in it. But the pitcher was high and had a narrow neck, and no matter how he tried, the crow could not reach the water. The poor thing felt as if he must die of thirst. Then an idea came to him. Picking up some small pebbles, he dropped them into the pitcher, one by one. With each pebble, the water rose a little higher until at least, at last, it was near enough so he could drink. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That's a nice mm -hmm. short one. Yes. Um, never give up. That's, that's the moral. Never give or, up. In ingenuity is that is that uh -huh. a word? Ingenuity is right key. Track. You're on the right track. Ingenuity can solve all problems we meet, or many problems. Yeah, the the moral is actually in a pinch. A good use of our wits may help us out. So I'd say you were you got it. Um, yeah. So the crow has a problem, right? And like all crows do, and you've seen all you've seen some of that stuff about crows. They're crazy smart. Um, mm -hmm. It it used the tool to get what it wanted. So um, definitely something we can all. I'm sure we can all 
uh, aspire to and then um you know sounds sounds right to me right off the bat uh i i i'm trying to think of like challenges or difficulties i've been in like life threatening ones or something that's probably i don't have too many of those but i don't know if you have anything to get started with mm no well maybe I was just thinking of something um, my dad always used to say for some reason. Extend your reach. Which, like, I don't know, if you're gonna, if you're trying to, like, get at something, it's basically like the crow, essentially, but, like, I remember one time when I was reaching for something underneath my sister's bed and I was trying to grab it and it was, like, you know, very far away. And I think, you ever have that where you, like, try to reach so far that you, like, kind of hurt something in your arm oh, yeah. like you yeah. just like ah, you like tear yeah i don't know but that that was one thing but kind of, i don't know why that was a saying extend your reach but anyways basically find you could use it for basically as a fable just find some way to solve the problem you know you could get a stick or in a real life situation you could have something else help you what was your initial question did i have a yeah, do you, how does that, I mean, just anything, and you kind of answered it, right? To get, it, to get the whole, the ball rolling on this. Um, yeah. That's been, that's a pretty common motto, actually. I remember my dad would always say, Semper Fi, or whatever. You know, the Marine, all those Marine, uh, U.S. Marine things, like adapt, improvise, and overcome kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's in a way, that's kind of the story of human uh, of humanity, I guess. We're overcoming stuff, all right, but we're also creating new problems along the road. I mean, I guess the crow, nothing happened from the crow doing that. That was just a survival thing. I think you could take this a little bit too far, right? Everything needs a, a technological solution. Or maybe it, maybe that's the last thing it needs. The crow needed, I don't know if that's technology, it's not technology, but the crow did something to get him what he wanted or what he needed. And there's that you know, mm. more you need, you know. And that was it, a smarter way as well. He could have just knocked the pitcher over. Yeah, that's right. He had a little sip. Mm, but this yeah. way he gets to have more, like basically can finish the whole pitcher. Yeah, that's a good point, eh? I mean, so there are different ways to get the same thing. Um, some of them are destructive and some of them aren't. Been always been a huge fan of regenerative agriculture. I mean, like, what we do now is just absolutely unsustainable, right? You're destroying the environment just to get, to create food, but you have to use food to create food. It's just ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. There's got to be a better way, and there are better ways, but you've got to, you've got to sell that in this economy. Mm. I saw some of the, um, things on the table for, I don't know, some liberal convention or something like that in Canada. And, um, well, some of them were pretty good. I was like, okay, finally. Uh, but some talks about high speed rail network in Canada and things like that. So I'm like, can you actually do these things? (laughs) Stop talking about it. And not take till like 2050 to get them done. The answer is no. (laughs) Like, how hard would it be to, I mean, it's going to cost money, but, you know, especially on those flat provinces, 
At least get that part done like quickly. Yeah, and also like, and and also, just while we're on this whole, I think it's a bullshit argument. Like the reset economy, right? We have this chance to redo. We could make it better. We could, but we're not going to. And and the argument is so weird. Like we needed to wait for a catastrophe to to do this. So here's another opportunity. And they're not going to do it. There's no question. And the reasons aren't because it's difficult, like you say. It's all the red tape. It's all the bureaucracy. That's something that Bill Maher rails against. I love how he like why people leave California, right? Like these liberals have left California for for Texas of all places, well, which is great because it's changing the voting, the constitution of the of the vote count or of the the Republican Democrat divide there. But like they're leaving because not because they don't like living in California or what California is. They hate all of the like you can't nothing ever gets done. There's taxes on everything. Like it's just a nightmare. And uh, you go to Texas and it's like a little bit more libertarian or whatever. And uh, things things are at least people you're allowed to do things that obvious that you should be able to do right without worrying about like stepping on anyone's toes or whatever who you offend yeah if you have a high-speed railway network do you think conservatives would oppose it i think they would if a liberal if a liberal government (laughs) presented it yes i do yeah that's the funny thing because it's gonna create jobs Mm -hmm. it's gonna be better for the country they're like most of these things take I just saw US planned one too and it was it was gonna be by twenty thirty, so and that's like upgrades and stuff and some probably I guess high speed rail. But that's a good nine years. So if you are spending nine years creating jobs, you you think that would be a good thing, but and you could just, you know, print money as like needed currently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why not just print it? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's a that's a great point. I mean, we print it for almost everything else. Why can't we print it? We print it to bail things out. Why can't we print it to make things? Right, mm-hmm. uh, it's ridiculous. Which you would get a return on. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you, that's a weird one, right? Infrastructure isn't supposed to be an easy sell, but if you've ever lived in a country with good infrastructure, like you totally get it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have. It's like. So I just go here and it takes me where I want to be. Like, that's amazing. Or you wake up, walk down the street into a subway and emerge later, like un, unfazed, not stressed out. Like, it's amazing. In countries mm. like Japan and China, they have these things and they work. And they work so freaking well. And you come back and you're like, so I'm going to need to have a car. I'm going to have to spend shit tons of gas on it. I'm polluting. Um, I'm wasting space with the space that my car takes up. Like, it's just a crazy amount of waste that we've built this economy around. And I, I miss that so much. And unfortunately, it's just not going to happen. I don't think. Now, here's another thing for those of you who aren't aware. Canada as a, uh, as a, as a political system, Canada's political system is, uh, I'm going to screw this up. It's a federal, federal 
Well, it's it's a federal heavy government. I can't remember. I used to teach politics, Louisiana. But they we transportation, I believe, is it is a a shared responsibility between provinces and and the federal government. So not only do you have to, uh, is this like one thing where you know you elect a federal government that wants to do this? They have to then negotiate with the provinces. This is part of the problem with. Uh, democracy today because everybody's in a party so you know if manitoba's in a conservative government there's going to be a challenge about it right going to be all this um you know uh back and forth about we want this we for our constituents we want and at the end of the day nothing will get done because nobody can agree on the one right thing to do and even if it does get done it'll be a patchwork you know, that's mm-hmm. the best case scenario, which is shit. Just, you know, you know, in those city buildings, you ever play SimCity? Back in the day, yep. Yeah, I mean, you didn't, you said, I want to dr- make a road from here to here. And you made that road. I played uh, City Skylines, which is awesome. You do the same thing. You didn't need, you didn't like, every time you clicked on something, it wasn't like, we need we need an environmental Hold analysis. <laughs> ten, ten years. <laughs> you can build this in ten years, and then it's like, well, if I was a government, I wouldn't even be here anymore. It's stupid. Um, and the cost ballooned. Oh, ballooned out of control with inflation. That time it's over. Need assessments. Blah blah blah. Just get it the fuck down. And that's the, that's the part we talked about so many times. Nobody gives a fuck about. The needs assessment at the end of the day really don't special interest groups do I, I get that like sometimes there's awful things that could happen when people make poor decisions but you can't just argue about everything what people want is things to get done mm-hmm. so if we go back to our crow here <laughs> i don't know that wasn't too much of an aside but like i think it fits because you know that is a, a problem and a bit of ingenuity, a bit of thinking could solve that problem. Yeah. I it's just nobody if, does it. I wonder if, but I guess that's the point we're making. Is there even a, a possibility for ingenuity in a system like we have now? Well, you got to go as the crow flies. <laughs> and you, uh, you just draw some lines. And then when it doesn't work and you meet the thousand lakes in Manitoba, you got to zigzag that line a bit. Or do you build bridges across it? You just figure something out. Is it going to have environmental impact? Can yes. people just think logically, like, just go through the steps and does this work or not? Like, just uh, come up with some ideas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah is, we so, ingenuity, is it possible in the system? Uh, um, I don't think it is. Uh, I think I think that that's really depressing, but I really don't think that it is. I think that what what's happened is we just basically we we avoid challenge. That's what's happened. Take the COVID response, for example. People think it's you you know it's courageous to tell people to stay at home. That's not courage. <laughs> like what our response to this has largely been shelter in place. Until, until like somebody else develops a vaccine. That is the, su- the substance of the response. 
The government has has then for business relief eventually, even though they've they've clearly favored big box business, they have they have responded by printing money and going more in debt. So again, that's not really doing anything. It's just kicking the can down the road and saying, oh, that debt problem we were talking about before, now it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it, it's crazy, man. Like, what passes for courage in popular culture now is complaining, right? You're, you know, virtue signaling how, how fantastic you are, how, how many causes you believe in, you know, how terrible it is that people want to go to the gym or go for a run without their stupid mask on. Like, it's an unquestioning, unflinching belief that, you know, complaining is correct. Action is not necessary. I, I really do believe that. I, I think in most of the people who are, who are like putting slogans and things out in the world about like, you know, all of these causes they believe in, they're just words. A lot of people don't do anything. We just say stuff, put, kick it down the road. That's it. I don't think ingenuity is, is on most people's vocabulary anymore. How close was Canada to getting a vaccine? At, were they at all? What do you mean? For us independently? Like creating their own? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I doubt that that was ever a thing. I meant, um, I meant when I meant others. When I said others, I meant uh, companies. Um, yeah. But I'm just, you know, that should be something we should have. Look, if we had our own, we wouldn't have, obviously it takes some time to develop or whatever, but we wouldn't have that, potentially that issue with, um, you know, Europe, whatever Mm -hmm. companies that were like, all right, hold on, we got to upgrade our facilities here. We're going to delay all vaccines. That wouldn't have happened. I think, didn't, wasn't Canada the country that came up with the Ebola vaccine. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I'm like, we have a pretty good biotech industry. Why can't we make our own? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's a good question, I suppose. <laughs> you'd think this, if the government had invested in that, that would be a, mm-hmm. another, again, another opportunity. Like every it's, it's a crisis until you know what to do with the information. And we never passed that point. We've never passed it. We've never gone back and said, like, oh, this is related to obesity. Maybe we should address obesity. It's like, no, 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 no. Just McDonald's stays open. Gyms stay closed. Like, oh, well, there's no evidence supporting the idea that gyms are major vectors of transfer. It's like, no, no, no. It's too much of a danger. Like, but have you been to Costco? Like, Holy shit, there are like thousands of people crammed in there and not the healthiest of individuals cramming themselves full of Cheetos and crackers. It, it's crazy. It, it doesn't, it doesn't pass the smell, the smell, the sniff test, right? It's just on the surface, you think gym equals sweaty. So that is a vector. No evidence to support it. But we're, we're not working with evidence. And how can you be in G- how can you be ingenious if you're not, you know, able to use logic or listen to counterfactuals? Well, you have the uh, Vancouver Canucks. They got hmm. destroyed by COVID. 
Yeah, yeah, they did. And I wonder how, how? Many of I them don't know. Are really sick, for example, or if it's just trans, or if it's just you know you have antibodies. And moreover, if those people are getting really sick, I wonder how healthy they actually are. Just because you play a professional sport, a, a professional sport, have a six pack, doesn't mean that you're healthy. It really doesn't. That's been yeah. proven time and again. You know, you can overtrain, right? I used to do that. Destroys you. Condensed schedule this year as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overworked. But they did, they were a week off. So you imagine they're just kind of, you know, walking around. They got it that way. Okay. Um, I looked up the Ebola vaccine. It was uh, from Canada. <laughs> Developed by the Public Health Agency of Canada with development subsequently taken over by Merrick. Merrick. A German company, I think. What was it? Uh, UK, maybe? Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Yeah, so we can do things. Yeah. But uh, whatever, man. I, I, like, if we if we put that, that whole situation in the context of this fable, like, in a pinch, a good use of our wits may help us out. Okay. So what was the pinch? The pinch is, for example, we have, uh, there's... There's a, a, a novel coronavirus, right? Did we use our wits? Well, we, what was logical when we realized there was a problem would have been, you know, the lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. That made sense until you figured out what to do with it. It's now a year and a half and we're in the exact same, we're going to shut down again, right? Also, those wits were not, used right away it, for whatever reason everybody's like oh a virus oh oh now it's in europe oh i wonder if it oh I, now it's in washington it wasn't like okay this is coming this is imminent seems to be spreading quickly yeah lockdown stop flights if if that whole procedure was put in place like you said early on and quickly it seemed like people were just kind of you know, dicking around and the, like no, whatever, no masks for hospitals. Like somehow we had nothing or like the stuff we had was already expired. Well, I, I agree in part. I would just say that two things that there's probably, there's a point at which like you need to, we can understand a little bit of boy who cried wolf stuff going on. You remember how the H1N1 was going to destroy everybody. This other virus I think there's a point at which we can understand the delay in action. I think that at any point, making that initial decision to lock down makes sense. But then it turns out that there's a lot of asymptomatic transfer that we know, for example, we talked about last time, 80% of people have comorbidities who get serious issues from this. So why are we not talking about that? That's not using our wits. We're just getting sicker. And also, the thing, if yeah. you leave it, though, that's not talked about or wasn't talked well, it was a bit, is the potential for it to mutate and then, like, you don't know what could happen with a mutation, right? It could get deadlier or, as it's happened, it can um, be deadly. more transmissible from people to people. So, if it happened to get deadlier and also that, or you, you never know, what if the next one does, you know get worse or whatever so 
although it may not be that serious for most people, having it stick around to allow it to kind of mutate and that's also an issue. Well, it's it's always going to mutate. That's that's the issue. I think that like we're we're obsessed with this zero with this zero uh, zero risk idea that doesn't exist anywhere. You know, what are we going to do? We're going to keep going in lockdown. We're going to keep doing this, right? That's not using our wits. Why aren't we addressing the the root causes, right? At the same time, why aren't we investing in our biotech sector, for example? Why aren't we looking at projects that could get us out of this more, more logically as we emerge from it? During, during, at this point, and I, I was saying like, yeah, it makes sense to do the lockdown immediately. But then we knew what was, what was up with it. We knew how it was transmitted. We knew what it, who it was affecting. Here's a smart take. Do not shut down parks. What a stupid idea. <laughs> People need to get outside. It's not transmit. It's not transmitting outside, not to any significant rate. Something that we learned, something we forgot to apply. Right? There's no evidence that it transfers in gyms, and gyms are where people go to get their same minutes of their, you know, their regular workouts. Not everybody can build a home gym. So why is that a focus? Why is McDonald's still open if other stores are are closed? Why are there like? These things, and now we're like, oh, well, we've lost all these small businesses. That's surprising. No, it's not. <laughs> like, why, and still to this day, nobody is talking about the real significant health issues that are the root cause of this, right? Why don't we talk about health? Why is, have the nutritional guidelines not been changed to adapt? Why is it, why are we still rehearsing the same problem over and over and over and over again? That's not using our wits. It's just knee-jerk reactions. And it's taking the easy way out, as far as I'm concerned. Courage is doing something that's challenging. We haven't done that. We haven't had tough conversations with ourselves or others. That's not using our wits. It's just saying, I'm afraid, and I will not use my wits. I'll use my reptile brain and go fight or flight. I'm going to run away with my tail between my legs. Fear, fear, fear with all the unintended consequences that come from that. People are sick. They're sicker than they were before this started. And nobody's talking about it. And they should be. That's not using our wits. The pinch was the virus. The rocks were the things we could have added to fix things. We had an opportunity. And, we're, and we've just smashed the jug on the ground, as far as I'm concerned. So we're not crows. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, there will be some change, hopefully, just regarding the uh, old folks' homes, possibly the the uh, workers there, how they have to, like, work between three or four homes because nobody wants to pay them a full-time wage. Mm-hmm. I agree. So they have to, like, yeah, go. Then they're just spreading disease from place to place. So hopefully that gets fixed where it's, like, you know, you have your set workers, pay them a decent wage. Agreed. I agree. Um, and the other point of that too, I, I forgot to make was the, a smart response would have been, we're not locking down everything after we understood how it was transmitted, who was affected. We're going to talk, first of all, we're going to talk health. That would have been a big one. And we're not going to restrict your access to things that provide healthy experiences for individuals. The next thing would have been, 
let's lock down the most vulnerable individuals. Let's do that. That's what some, that's what some states did. That's what some countries did. Right. And then let's do social distancing to an extent. That would have covered everything. We didn't need to be in this quagmire. Like, Another thing that needs to be appreciated is from a zero risk mentality. Anytime that we go back out, the same thing is going to happen because we are not allowing nature to take its course. <laughs> so every time there's going to be, Oh my God, run back inside. Like we're totally anesthetized to the idea that there is a risk involved in everyday life. There is. Mm. This is new. Yes. But. Be a healthy human. You'll be fine for the most part. Protect our most vulnerable. And let's start talking about what it means to be really healthy. That's smart. What we're doing is not. Yeah. There's other things lurking out there too, like uh, yeah. MRSA in hospitals. Like the, oh, yeah. Um, the fact that you know, most, probably most doctors and nurses have it, but they don't test to see if they do because everybody would be fired. Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody, we should all go and uh, stay indoors and eat our beyond meat burgers and, and bow to the gods of soy. Everything will be fine. Thank you, Bill Gates. Thank you, James Cameron. Anyways, I guess as a, as a society in general, we, our ingenuity was to come up with a, a vaccine in mm-hmm. somewhat record, <clears throat> I yeah. guess it was record pace. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one positive, yeah. let's end on a positive note, shall we? You shall. <laughs> yeah. So looking at this, um, in a pinch, a good use for wits may help us out. Definitely. Um, it can do and it does, but I don't think that we have done in this particular example we've expounded upon. So thumbs up, however, to humanity, a big thumbs down. <laughs> or a big thumbs up for a vaccine. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I think the vaccine, it's a really positive story, but it's uh, and, uh, putting off. Also, they seem to be poo-pooing the idea of a vaccine passport, so that's probably a good idea. Yeah, that would be wild, man. We have some armed revolts from libertarians about that. I can't say I totally disagree with them. I don't know how I, how I feel about that. We had we had little vaccine. I still have it. My mom has it at her house. We had vaccine little like you know you write it down on a piece of paper. That's all you need. It doesn't need to be you know put into data centers yeah. everywhere with our biometrics. That just mm. seems like trouble. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's been a, that's been an engaging one for sure. Uh, I've unfortunately, well, you get to sleep on it. I gotta I gotta get to work. So, uh, what do you say we wrap this up? Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. If you have out there, uh, leave us a like or a dislike. Either is fine. Don't really care. Just want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, spread the word if you do like it. Let's get more than one or two people listening, shall we? And to those one or two people, thanks for staying uh, with us. Yeah, we're getting close to a year almost. I looked at the first date, 
was well, a few months away, but July 27th or something. Wild. Anyways, what an odyssey. Thanks for being with us on the journey, those of you who have, and uh, uh, talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.